You're listening to the Cock and Bull Podcast. This is a weekly comedy history podcast where I teach my older brother Nathan something that he's uh, never known before. I'm currently using his barbaric setup and I'm yelling in my car. Nathan, how you doing? Goo goo gaga, I'm a little baby who needs to be taught things. And uh, I feel like it's funny that you lead with how you're going to teach me things when we just spent the last 25 minutes me explaining to you how like technology works and how you should plug your phone into your car. I currently feel like the uh, Bicentennial Man. I'm just covered in wires and gadgets and gizmos. Although I don't feel half as convenient as future tech should make me feel. I mean, it is it is super, super not difficult. You plug in a pair of headphones, you yell into a microphone, it's super easy. It's probably the fact that I am not using a pair of Bluetooth headphones like you are. So I've got two different headsets, and it's a mesh of white wiring on me. I, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know how to explain to you why Bluetooth headphones are a good thing and why you should have them. So I, I feel like I'll just leave. I'm that. geared up, I'm geared up like the least attractive Apple advertisement ever. Like picture, <laughs> picture a man in a loose fitting coat sitting in his his shitty 2001 Pontiac Bonneville, and he's covered in Apple devices. <laughs> Head to toe. I feel like, uh, first and foremost, let's not throw Pontiac out of the bus. They're a discontinued company that went under, but they still may be interested in re-rising as like a sponsor or something, so let's not throw the Bonneville under the bus. Bonneville! The car for the Cock and Bull podcast. Bonneville. <laughs> because Chevy hasn't called us back still. Chevy! Go fuck yourself. Chevy. Bonneville. Do you like a break from owning a working car? Try Bonneville. I mean, 2001, that car is, uh, that car has entered the end of its useful lifespan. This is on you at this point. Mm, sure, sure. It's my fault. I'm a bad car doctor. You are a bad, bad car parent, and you should be ashamed. Uh, I would like to lead off by saying that if you're interested in the sources for this week's episode, you may look in the description. I will have a link to a Google Doc that contains all of them, which you are free to view, but not touch. No, no. Because we turned that option off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've, I, I've never had any incidents, but I, I, I refuse to learn a lesson. You ready for this? Oh, I'm always ready for this. August 1st, 1870. That is my girlfriend's birthday. Ilya Ivanovich. Your Ivanov. girlfriend is a fucking vampire. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Holy shit. How is, bury the lead, why don't you? Fuck. Shout out to Maybelline, uh, keeping her beautiful for 250 years. There's a picture of your girlfriend aging very poorly somewhere. I got my math wrong. You don't have to tell me. <clears throat> Ilya Ivanovich Ivanov was born in Shigri, a town in Kursk Oblast, Russia. You don't say. Ilya is a lot of, like, Russian name, Russian name, Russian name, born in Russia. All right, cool. Also, is this the story of Black Widow? Because I feel like I haven't paid a lot of attention to the Avengers, but this sounds like Black Widow. His father was the treasurer of the Kursk province of central Russia, and aside from the obvious Wait. fact that he was a rich little Russian bitch, uh, there's not much more to say about his youth. One, Ilya's a dude's name? Mm-hmm. Okay, alright, I know a lot. Actually, yeah, yeah, Ilya Kovalchuk, that's a dude. Wow, alright, fuck, never mind, I apologize, apologize Russia, yes. uh, future Russian overlords <laughs> who are hearing this, no, our, our bad. That's, that's on me. He studied in Kharkov University, graduating in 1896. Now, following his graduation in 1896, Ivanov traveled to Paris at his own expense, rich, and took further courses in bacteriology because he's a nerd. That sounds like it's not real. <laughs> also, now, 1896 and we're studying bacteria? I feel like that sounds more impressive than it should to me. Like, we knew what bacteria were? 
Yeah, I was surprised. I was pleasantly surprised. When did we figure out what bacteria were? Let's have a let's have a podcast about that. We need a separate podcast where someone explains the basic stuff to us that we just take for granted to do this podcast. Oh, that'd be good. That'd be good. We'll have to. That'd be good. We'll research into that. See if we got the budget. Get your get your immortal girlfriend on that one because I'm sure she has lots of background knowledge. Oh, that's right. She works for free. When Ivanov returned to Russia in 1898. He started his first series of experiments on the physiology of reproduction while working in the laboratory of the biochemist and bacteriologist Marcel Nenke at the Imperial Institute of Experimental Medicine. So he's a uh, he's researching I, fucking. I, I I was just about to say I am attempting to uh, I'm I'm attempting to regulate myself again at the doctor's orders. I've I've started you know I've I've been meditating. I've been trying to not scream so much. Uh, yeah, he's a doctor of of fucking. He's a fuck doctor. Yeah, he's a fuck. Yeah, fuck that's good. A fuckter. Fuck. Fuck physician. PhD. Ilya yeah, Ivanovich. What, what, how much? How much studying of uh, reproduction was like? Was he studying bacteria fucking or people fucking? Uh, There's a big difference. Uh, don't worry, we're getting to it soon enough. I'm super duper worried about the fuck doc. If this podcast has taught me anything, it's that you are take you take me down very dark paths. And I don't want to cross those paths with weird fuck doctors. <sighs> Abandon all hope, ye who enter here. His early resume included work as a researcher in the Ascania Nova Natural Reserve. Man, I need to ramp up my confidence because it's starting to show that I write these and then don't bother practicing the pronunciation of all of these fake, fake, Never fake even words. once do you look at them again. Never even once. I feel like the only discernible thing we have going for us is the fact that we can't pronounce words right now. Mm, uh, we'll work it into a slogan. <clears throat> and would later include the State Experimental Veterinary Institute and the Moscow Higher Zootechnic Institute from 1928 whoa, to 1930. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So, wait, 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 wait. So, veterinary, so we... we, we, we He's doing dog fucking or what? What, what do we got going on now? Uh, well, we're actually, give me a couple sentences. We're getting there. There's another entry I between really those like two jobs, by the way, uh, that I what? will not spoil. There was, there was another job he had that I'm going to leave off his resume because I don't want to spoil <laughs> the fun off the bat. Oh, no. At the turn of the century, when Ivanov was entering his hunky, hunky 30s, he refined and perfected the artificial insemination of horses. Oh, no. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, yep, that lasted. All right, Doc, that lasted all of 10 minutes for my not not getting upset. Okay, fun. What? No. No. We are not getting into horse fucking. We are not. This is dangerously close to awful my brother, my brother, and me territory, and I am not comfortable with any of it. With Ivanov's developments, one stallion could be used to impregnate 500 mares. What the fuck? I know! Jesus Christ! This is like... Oh my god! That is so much horse fucking! And... you Capital 500. Although artificial insemination had been used occasionally... Actually, I'm going to take that sentence again. That was fucked up. Although yeah. artificial... Although no, ar- that sentence is fucked... That sentence will be fucked up if you get it correct. You know that, right? There is no... <laughs> there's no context that sentence won't be fucked up in. But go ahead and let's get it right for the people. Although artificial insemination had been used occasionally for experimental purposes, it did not become an established technique by the early 20th century. Now, this boring method of baby-making was kind of a last resort for farmers throughout the late 19th century. Ivanov, however, was here to change that. So wait, wait, wait. When you said boring method of baby-making, you're talking about jerking a horse off and then, you know, just shoving it up in another horse. Correct. That, that That was dull to these people. I mean, dull for the lady horse. 
And the male horse, I, I bet. I, I mean, I mean that's fine, but this <laughs> seems like time. Like, I don't feel like Peta's getting involved, saying like these horses need to be fucking. I feel like I feel like this should be more. What's what's convenient here? So Ivanov, you know, he's bringing to the game. He's like, I'm going to get horses more pregnant. That's my thing. Oh, nice God. to meet was you. Was there like a horse shortage? Did we? Was there a glue there shortage in Russia that they needed to fix? They, like, why do you need so many goddamn horses? I don't know. They gotta like arm their winged hussars or shit like that. I don't know. Anyway, it's the nineteen. 19- wait, wait. Was that the Russians? I feel like that was the Germans. Winged hussars? I thought that was. I thought that was Russians. I don't know. I feel like that sounds more Prussian than anything else. But I'm talking out of my ass from how much Civilization Five I played. I was about to say we both know nothing about this other than various units in a Civ game. So let's not pretend we know what we're talking about. Now, naturally, Nathan, with this godlike achievement under his belt, Ivanov kind of had the keys to the city as far as science was concerned. Because really, he perfected really, he... horse pregnant. He perfected that. Yeah, how, what do you mean? How do you? How was he better at it? Like, did he think? Like, what was he doing? Okay, he made the artificial insemination procedure where one dude horse could get five hundred ladies pregnant. Because before that, they were like, "All right, they fucked. We're gonna get two horses out of that. Come back in nine months." So, like, he was like walking around with a turkey. Like, he like had a turkey baster, and he would just be like, "A little for you, and a little for you," and he got five hundred out of that. Yep. You say yep. one horse could do 500 horses. Is that over his lifetime, or is that in, like, one, one. sting-level tantric fuck session? Yes. Yes. The second one. Good God. Now, flash forward to 1910, to the World Congress of Zoologists meeting in Graz, Austria. Okay, so so we're, we're at a very prestigious conference, and you're about to tell me how this guy introduced horse-fucking into that. Actually, not horse fucking. The opposite of horse fucking. Weird, weird clinical horse jerking off. Ivanov had something on his mind, Nathan. An idea that had been kicking around for a little while. I mean, after all, this guy perfected horse pregnancy. It's only a matter of time before you're digging around for that next little slice of perfection. Oh, God, no. So to an audience of zoologists who had traveled across the farthest reaches of Europe, Ivanov finally dropped his next nugget of genius. A feature-length presentation about human-ape hybrids. Nope! Nope! Bye! Toodles! I'm out! Nathan, please, contain your excitement. I know you're... No! I know you're ready for this. I am too. No! Uh Uh-uh! Nope! Uh Uh-uh! This is no! We are getting kicked off of the internet for this. You cannot talk... No! Absolutely not! Why? To circumvent any issues of ethics, Ivanov said, the procedure could be done through artificial insemination. Fuck, you don't understand the word ethics, dude! <laughs> like, how the fuck? We weren't... The ethical issue wasn't, can a monkey fuck a do- a person? The ethical issue is, why? Why? What reason? This isn't the first time someone slapped that idea into human history. One Cambridge study attributes the earliest recorded mentionings of human-ape hybrids to a guy named Georges-Louis Leclerc, a scientific novelist who apparently wrote all kinds of bullshit. Uh, that was, was a scientific novelist is the like in that time is probably the equivalent of like random Tumblr guy today. Like, come on, let's not give this person more credence than they're due. Why the fuck would we want to cross humans and monkeys? To what practical end? This was as early as 1766, but long before then, the subject was also featured in the tales of many travelers who I assume were trying to start their own midnight society for spooky stories. That's not... There's no... I can... Why? 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 
everything up to this point, I can get the why. Dr. Magnet Hands wanted to get his dick wet and found Magnet Hands to do that. I get that. Mesmer, that's the same guy. <laughs> uh, uh, doctor, doctor stares at the sun, really enjoyed staring at the sun, and was obviously bipolar. What the fuck does Dr. Russian Man want to do with monkey fucking? The topic had also been entertained by one Carl Linnaeus, otherwise known as the dude that made up scientific animal names. Well, more accurately, he kicked off binomial nomenclature, so words like homo sapien, canis lupus, felis catus. Linnaeus built that system of naming. Uh, anyway, turns out that... What did he name? What did he name human-monkey-fuck hybrids? Homo troglodytes. No. Was, Stop it. That was that, his no. specific name for no. the hypothetical crossbreed between humans and orangutans. Don't know why that was kicking around in his head, and why he made up a scientific name for something that didn't exist, but... Why? What fucking reason? Why? why? I, like, okay... Of all the animals to cross us with, too, I get it. If you want, if you, all right, because because let's be real, you 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 want to cross me with like like a horse. I get centaurs. Centaurs are a thing. You want that big old horse dick, and you but you want that that ripped six pack up top. I get that. Uh uh uh, satyrs, I guess, are kind of us and goats, and that's kind of fucked up. I don't get that one as much, but and like, I, uh, give me wings. I'll take like eagle, like man eagle, like yeah. All right, let's go. What the fuck? Monkeys are just like bad versions of us that throw poop and have their butts exposed. Why? Well, what, they're stronger. What, what they're are you st- hoping to they achieve? They are stronger and they're more dexterous. And, 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 you know, I guess faster to a degree. That's probably, the, that's probably the logic here. I cannot run a monkey. Fuck you, I cannot run a monkey. Fine, get me a monkey. I cannot run a monkey. <laughs> Chimp, orangutan, I can outrun a monkey. <laughs> fuck you. I'm... I'm trying to think of the circumstances where I can even test that, because I really want to. Uh, t- I don't know. I g- go... I'm sure in the jungle people have had to outrun monkeys. Like, I'm sure that was a thing. Because monkeys will fucking fuck you up. They do not care. They are they are not nice. Right, getting, ba- getting back to my notes. The point uh, being here... Sure, yeah, let's get back to your that... copious notes on human-monkey fuck hybrids. Yeah, let's go. Ivanov was not the first person to think about the gross, gross concept of monkey people. He yeah, was, we've however, established! It's a thing! It doesn't make it less weird! Move on! He was, however, going to be the first to try it. At oh. least scientifically, I think. It's not less wrong if you do it with a lab coat on. Ivanov wasn't going all willy-nilly about this, mind you. I mean, we have to respect... He's a man of science. Between his sweeping changes to horse sex and the conference in 1910, he and his laboratories had devoted themselves to a number of hybrid experiments that produced some of the first hybrids... Known to humankind. Like. Including numerous birds and animal species, like the first mix of horse and zebra. Why is he only mixing stuff that's, like, kind of already really close? Like, mixing a horse and a zebra, I couldn't tell. They look the same except for the stripes. You could paint a zebra just solid black, and I'd think it was a horse. Other hybrids. So, other hybrids. So, like, let's let's put our science caps on. Hey, kids, it's Science Corner with Nathan and Spencer. Welcome a fucking board. Uh, so, like, donkeys? Those are hybrids, right? That's a that's a hybrid between, like, a, a horse and a mule. Or no, a mule right, is a mules hybrid are the hybrids between and horses horse. and donkeys. All yeah. right, all right. So we know there's an established precedent that this shit can happen. Are there any other hybrids that right. I should know about? Uh, Obviously not the human-monkey hybrid, because unless the Jersey Shore <laughs> was a weird fucking experiment that you didn't tell me about, they haven't they, they didn't perfect that one. Well, there's there are some practical hybrids. I mean, the mule is the most common one, you know. 
there's more cosmetic ones like ligers, which are hor- horrible shit. Those those things die of like yeah, like the, all, they die of the sniffles after like two weeks. They They're die terrible. of they die of why God? Why did you do this? They fuck like and and like you can argue that the mule is, is a practical, stronger animal. Now when Wait, you start no, mixing, you can't because they can't reproduce. They can't. Okay, they can't reproduce, Nature but says, they can carry no, heavier loads. You should loads. not be able to carry on this line. You die here. They can carry heavier loads, though, is my point. They make sense for, like, a practical purpose. But couldn't you just, like, go get a better animal? Like, an elephant carries a heavier load than a mule, and I didn't have to have two random that's a good animals. Idea, Nathan. Fuck. That's a, to do that's that. a good idea. Farmers should start just importing elephants rather than breeding their horses and donk. What the fuck are you talking about? Get a cow! A cow's big. It can carry a heavy load, I'm sure. I saw Blazing Saddles. Mongo rode in on a bull. I'm sure you're really reinventing the game that agriculture's had going for 200 years. I'm just saying, I feel like mules weren't an intentional thing. I feel like a horse got randy, got in it with a donkey, they did it, and then they just found out. Don't give farmers credit like they were, like, super geneticists. Now, okay, so we've established mule is cool. Like, well, okay, mule is strong. Bullshit, but I'm trying to have a new PR campaign for mules. Mule is cool, my ass. Mules are stupid. No one likes mules. But when you start mixing sparrows and ravens, I think you're either bored or inappropriately turned on by it. How so flash do forward. Do that, God. Artificial insemination. You you get you get one one thing's business and you put it in the other thing's business. What? Who? So he's jerking off ravens? What the fuck? Now flash forward to 1924 because there's only so much time I can spend talking about ravens coming to you. Oh God damn it! I want to talk about bird lube. Let's go, Ivanov had gained the legal and financial support of the Bolsheviks. Oh, now, Russia... No! 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 Don't ruin this for me! No! The communists did not support this! They Russia were supposed not... to be a better people! Russia has not always been a come-as-you'd-like kind of country, and even leaving the country required special permissions. So he was, however, given the go-ahead to take a voyage to Africa, where he would conduct experiments in a wildlife refugee for apes. It, uh, I... I I, I kind of want to ask what sort of experiments, and I know you're going to tell me, but I I don't. I want to pretend that if I just yell loud enough, you'll you won't you just won't tell me, and I won't have to hear about it. Ivanov's experiments had been built up over the years prior, and they were hardly a government secret, as some websites today might paint them out to be. They were controversial, sure, and while the newspapers were running sensationalist pieces to get the public all jazzed up for monkey people, the scientific community was really publicly not okay with this <laughs> so so what we learned is journalism not good science good correct correct except for this particular brand of science which is the worst just the worst now where he lacked his colleagues approval though he had the government's in november 1926 ivanov set off to the botanical gardens of Conakry, french guinea where he and his son carried several vials of human semen <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay, all right, okay. So Junior, Ivan Junior, just ladled he, he, a, a mule's load worth of, of just human semen. Yep, yep. Now, nothing weird there, nothing weird there. So to be clear, they're going to try and get the monkey knocked up. They're not going to go, like, 
Tarzan style and try and get the lady knocked up with the monkey baby. That's exact. Yes, Nathan. That is exact. That you're right. They're not gonna fuck the the ladies with monkeys. Well, they're not gonna fuck right. anybody if I if I if, if, unless we are about to be just completely purged from the internet and iTunes. There better be no monkey human fucking coming up in this episode. Damn it. Now you might be reading this, or excuse me. Now, Nathan, we might be having this conversation, and you're thinking, weird, I don't remember that episode of Planet Earth where David Attenborough hung out with human ape freaks. <laughs> I don't remember that episode of ye old timey Planet Earth where David Attenborough, it was probably still David Attenborough. No, I don't remember any of it. It's awful. Well, when Ivanov first arrived, he was confused to find that the botanical gardens of Conakry, French Guinea, did not have any chimps mature enough for breeding. So... Not wanting to cross any lines, Ivanov respected the age of consent and went home to think it over. So they don't have any adult monkeys. Is that what he's saying? They don't have any adult ready-to-fuck right. monkeys? Right. All right. All right. Cool. Good. And again, so we're doing chimps. Yeah, he's, tra- so, he's trying to start off with chimps. So at the very least, he's going to what we have been told is our closest genetic ancestor. Yes. Okay. All right. I, I, you know what, Mr. Science Man? Point to you. And what I like about this is this is one of the many situations that could have just saved a whole bunch of time if we had cell phones or, you know, just if, write a letter. Be like, hey, you got any chimps ready to fuck? Okay, cool. I'm not going to travel halfway across the goddamn world. Yeah, it's kind of weird that he showed up and like, like how, why did he pick that place? And like, how did he just be, he just knew there were monkeys there? He just knew there were yeah, monkeys just, ready to go? Well, he went to Paris and, and the, the governor of Paris, who I guess was really into science, was like, uh, yeah, we got this. We got this. Oh. I could do a French accent, but I'm not. Oh, we wait, have wait, this wait, wait, wait. really into science, not really into monkey fucking. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. Uh-huh. Sure. Because he's a French guy. He's not a dirty bird. Yeah. Uh huh. Sure. A little less than a year later, uh, the, the the governor was like, "All right, yeah, check out this. Uh, check out this botanical gardens. They got some chimps there. Maybe go try that." So a little less than a year later, Ivanov comes back. And he nabs some older chimps to bring home. Oh, God. Why does he have to bring them home? He's got, he's got to work from home. You know, he's oh. got a wife waiting. Chimps don't, chimps don't like Russia. He's got a, a wife waiting at home who I assume he covers in hair frequently and just God. tries to pretend. I just assume that he just, like, tries to shove a turkey baster full of random animal semen into her at all hours of the day. <laughs> but it's like, a, it's like a real cat and mouse situation. Like, he tries to catch her unaware. Uh, well, of course, yeah, because otherwise, otherwise, as Todd Aiken said, that you know, if it's if it's you know, the body will shut that kind of stuff down. She she can't know about it. <laughs> she cannot know about it. She can't. Nobody can know about this, really. No one should know about this. No, you should keep this a dirty, dirty secret. Dear Christ. Now, when the insemination of the female chimps with human sperm yielded no results, Ivanov was dejected, to be sure. Oh, God, no, 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 no. Understandably, no. too. Spencer, you know, Spencer, the can't... way you phrase that, no, stop, Nathan, uh-uh, turn back, no, uh-uh. We're having a relatable discussion here. We're I not. cannot tell you Mm-mm. how many times I've brought home my ape brood slaves Mm-mm. and no. tried to knock no. him up with no. my human no. fluids, no. 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 only to waste my time. It's a terrible thing. We've <sighs> all been there. Yeah, uh-huh, sure, uh-huh. Fine. Why? Now, the fact that you said that, Ivanov, though, and the fact though, that he was dejected means that he's going to try something else. And if there's one Ivanov, thing I've learned about our doctors, it's that they have that can-do spirit of psychological torture. Nathan, you are right, because Ivanov is not like you and I. He does not give up so quickly. Thinking outside the bun, Ivanov then tried to artificially inseminate human women with chimpanzee sperm. Fuck! God! No! Fuck it! I knew it was happening. I know it's going to happen. I can only be so mad at it. 
But still. But still. The issue, Nathan. The issue. One of many, actually. What is the figuring fuck? Really? Out- the issue? That's what... Well, okay. Please tell me what the issue is. The only one thing wrong with this goddamn Dr. Moreau horror show. Well, the issue, Nathan, is figuring out who wants to agree to that. <laughs> Uh, you no, know, I wish, I wish I could say that, 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 yeah, that is the issue. No, no, it's not. That's not the fucking issue. People are awful. There's someone out there that will let you put a fucking monkey baby in them. Give me 30 minutes. Know. Give me 30 goddamn minutes and the internet and I'll find you someone on Yahoo Answers that'll let me put a monkey baby in them. Ivan Ub's first plan was just to not tell the women and to trick them into doing another procedure under the pretense of, you know, not sticking animal semen in them. Man, science was easier back in the day! Now, uh, that idea was vetoed by the governor of Paris, who was really not into the chimps being used like that. Okay, and so I guess so, being... So he's a dirty bird, but he's still all about n- informed consent. Good, good work, Paris, dude. <laughs> so, with what I'm assuming had to be the best ad campaign imaginable, Ivanov managed to get five informed volunteers to take up interest in the project. I fucking told you. Dude, if, if you can... No. Yeah. He, he was not going to have a hard time finding volunteers for this nonsense. He was blindsided by another complication, though. When almost all of his chimps died in the first move to one of his labs. Again! They don't like Russia! They don't live there! There's a reason. In the end, Ivanov was left with Tarzan, a 26-year-old orangutan. Oh my god. Okay, I don't know how long monkeys live. An orangutan? Yep. Whoa, we started with chimps. Correct. We <laughs> now jumped... we're on to the orange ones that are a bit more different. No, I know orangutans. They're my favorite. They have the funny long faces. I love them. They're adorable. That's mm-hmm. not... I feel like they're a little farther down the genetic chain. Yeah, proportionately, they're just kind of... Uh... Yeah, they got very squished, and dented faces and very yeah, long arms. They are they are like the the wizened old men of the monkey world, and they do not belong inside of a lady. <laughs> oh, now five women were lined also, up. Also, they're carry... going to be weird ginger hung monkey hybrids, and we all know that that can't that can't we can't cotton to that. Five women were lined up to carry Tarzan's troglodyte children for the sake of science, uh, but Tarzan suddenly died of a brain hemorrhage. <laughs> No, that's not sudden. That's not an accident. That is t- that is that is j- nature rising against us. That is nature going, "No, you will not use me like this. Fuck you." And would you believe it? He died just before his samples were to be collected. Well, I don't know why that would stop the doctor. Let's go to town. Come on. Get the electroshocker out. We can we can still milk this cow. It was while Ivanov was trying to garner another set of apes, now nearly 5 years into his research, that he was arrested by the secret police in 1930. Whoa! I have never one time in my life been more excited to hear arrested by the secret police. Holy shit, if this is what it takes, bring on 1984. Because fuck, they got it right on this one. Holy shit, yes. Ivanov was one of many scientists who were gathered up in a widespread purge. Which, that kind of disappoints me. Because if anything, I was hoping he was the sole arrest in a widespread purge against monkey perverts. <laughs> Uh, honest, honestly, though, I mean, this is pretty good PR for purges. Like, if this is what it takes to purge some people, like, like if I got to get on board with purges to get some of these people off of Twitter, like, I, I, might, I might get to purges. I'm just saying, like, that, that we need to consider purges. Purges. Got one too many monkey fuckers? Try purging. <sighs> I haven't seen the movie The Purge. I'll just assume this is what it was about. Ivanov survived his ordeal with the Russian government, but was forced into exile. His exile 
sentenced him to Kazakhstan for five years, but he would not serve it fully. On March 20th, 1932, Ivanov died of a stroke. Ivan Pavlov, a revered psychologist known for his theories on operant and classical conditioning, wrote his obituary. Are you fucking kidding me? I mean... Like, did they know each other? Yeah, I mean, I would imagine a lot of Russian scientists knew each other. That might sound racist of me, but... I was... Uh, I, I don't know about racist, xenophobic, maybe, but but uh, it's close. It's in the same ballpark, for sure. The concept of human and monkey hybrids lives beyond Ivanov's experiments, and the subject has hardly been put to rest. In 1971... No! What the fuck? What do you mean it hasn't been put to rest? Yes, it has. We rested it. It's over. In 1971, Jeffrey Bourne, director of the Yerkes Primate Center in Atlanta, and one of the founding fathers of the Federal Program of Primate Research, wrote a very passionate paper on the subject of human and ape hybrids, and I would like to read an excerpt from it. I would really prefer that you not, but sure. To send us home, Nathan, a quote. There seems to be very little physiological reason why artificial insemination could not be used between man and the apes, with a possibility that a viable child might be reproduced. And it is surprising that this type of hybridization has not, in fact, already taken place. Is no, it just me? It's not. Is it just me, or does he sound irrationally upset that this has not happened yet? What? Again, not one of them has mentioned why. I feel like this is a classic example of science, like, like I will, Malcolm Glad, or not Malcolm Gladwell, that's the guy that wrote the outliers. Hi, Malcolm Gladwell. Ian Gladwell, the guy, Jeff Goldblum from fucking Jurassic Park, you spent all the time asking if you could, not if you should, goddammit. Why? Why, science? Don't do this. This is why you get a bad name, science. This is why people down in the states that are red will go like, we can't let science do their thing. They'll make fucking monkey babies. And then we laugh at them and go, no, you ignorant yokels. We wouldn't do that. But we did. We tried to do that. God damn it. The next time you're at, you know, I mean, we all know Christmas was last week, but, you know, uh, your New Year's party coming up, you know, uh, when one of your uninformed family members starts talking about how they hate them GMOs, just link them to this and let them know it could, science has attempted to do much worse. Why? Yeah, I don't feel like that's going to help our case here, okay? Yes, no, we, yeah, let us mess with your plants because then we're going to have, I don't know, human monkey plant babies. I don't fucking know anymore. God damn it. Well, Nathan, I'm glad you could join me this week. I just don't, I, I still, it, this, this, this was like psychologically disturbing on a level that I can't. Also, I am a hundred percent sure that if this makes it through all the filters into iTunes, there is no limit to what we can do. We could do anything at this point. We are, we are unto <laughs> gods because good Lord, if that doesn't get caught in some NSA filter, I, I don't know what is. Oh, and I think you're going to be surprised how much you can do on the internet. Oh, by the way, I want to thank everybody for spending their, uh, Galacto AT&T credits to to download this episode. Uh, I know those are not easy to come by, but uh, I, nope. I am glad you use your limited internet points to, to view yes. us. Yes, yes, thank you. And if you subscribe to the premium version of the internet, uh, you can get us with all the fun curse words included. The, one, the dark ones, the ones that they don't include on those free packages. Again, remember, hail AT&T. Hail AT&T. More importantly, should we, we should thank the people. We should thank the people. Yes, we, we got to thank some people. Uh, I want to thank, number one, everybody who's been listening thus far. Uh, but I want to thank uh, the sources I used. Again, you can find those in the description. Yeah, what is wrong with you people? <laughs> I want to thank Driftless Pony Club for allowing us to use their song, There Were Buffalo on the Ark, off the album Cholera as our theme. They are very good Fuck people. Yes. Please go listen to their music. 
Driftless Pony Club, thank God. I, if, I pray you never listen to this because you will regret your decision immediately. But thank you for the limited amount of time that you haven't cursed our names. Share us around if you'd like. Uh, leave a review. Uh, remember, if you leave an official review, we will read it on the air. We, we will read, read what it. it says. We will Obviously, read it on the air. we do not care what we say on the internet. We'll say anything. So <laughs> I'm willing to read about monkey fucking. There's not a lot of boundaries I have anymore. No. No, I have no concept of boundaries anymore. Thanks for sticking through this one. Uh, and we'll see you next week. I'm broken inside. Call my name and make a wish and take a